This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Monday morning episode, but you get it on a Sunday evening if you are subscribed to the IFS, Iron Filing Society. Um, that sounds a bit like a Jarvis Cocker lyric, that, doesn't it? Yeah. She gets it on a Sunday evening, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um, she wants it on a Monday. Um, Jarvis Cocker was on Top of the Pops 1995. Oh, I yeah. watched on Friday night. It was that one you might remember where it was Burr versus Oasis and uh, oh, Burr yeah. were number one. And Oasis were number two, and they were, yeah. bo- they were both on the show. And Jarvis Cocker presented it. Did he? Um, yeah. So that was nice. But there was there was a bit where he was doing the top ten rundown. Mm. Doing the chart countdown. And it was uh, number ten. Uh, who was it again? Yeah, Corona. Corona, try me out. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell, it's the top flight tube machine. Chart countdown. <laughs> Maybe the next it's... top flight tune machine will do in the style of Jarvis Cocker. <laughs> Jarvis Cocker, yeah. Special guest chart countdowner. Fucking <laughs> hell, I thought, yeah. Because we, we we feel as though we're operating in like the 1970s, I think, when we do that. Yeah. That kind of chart countdown. But that was still prevalent in uh, 95 and none other than Jarvis Cocker. No. Being uh, a bit suggestive and rude. Yeah. Fucking hell. I would have liked to have seen that. that. That's like uh, peak Euro 96 uh, Top of the Pops, that, isn't it? Well, it'll be on the iPlayer. So I'll, uh, I'll have a look at that. Dig it out. Have a look. Yeah. Do the search. Oh, it should, should say as well, this is one of the episodes that we do now and again from time to time, which you can also watch on YouTube, if that's what you're into. Um, seeing us um, yeah, doing this podcast, I can't see what kind of um, advantage it would have. Player. It's an aesthetic experience. It's it's almost full sensory. We're not quite full sensory yet, yeah. but we am um, our ambition by twenty twenty six is to be mm. all sensory and mm. net zero, mm. fully electric. We're gonna go for this podcast will be a fully electric podcast by twenty twenty six and it will I think we, um... engage all of your how many senses are there again? There's six, isn't there? There's seven now. Smell, taste, touch, hearing, seeing. Seeing, feeling, and, and guessing. Uh, and also tummy. Tummy. Yeah. Eight senses now. Eight, senses. eight senses. And this podcast is <clears throat> going to engage all eight of those by the year 2026. At the same time. With the and emphasis if, on the tummy, hopefully. So, so if you don't subscribe already via Patreon, then look us up. Subscribe now, and you will, you know, by the end of this year, we might have a third or fourth sense engaged. So, possibly. But we're also going to be, be involved 20... before we go fully electric, because <clears throat> that's going to be something we're, pretty historical. We're also here meant to be self-cleaning, the world's first self-cleaning yeah. podcast. Yeah. By twenty twenty-six as well. I don't know what that entails, but it's something we signed up for with the podcast elders. Uh, and we're, we're committed to it. We're deeply committed to it. Big plans. I have to say. Big plans afoot Big plans. on Planet Top Flight Time Machine. Uh, I, I went to the stationers again yesterday. You, you're probably going to, if you remember, only recently I bought some stationery. Well, I've been back. And yet you're buying more? Yeah, well, once you get into it, I mean, you start to think, oh, I shit, I need this, I need that. What I got yesterday, seeing as this is a visual one, I might as well show you some things. 
Do it. I got myself a new pencil sharpener, mate, and I've got to tell you, I'm fucking buzzing Ooh. off it. Right? Look at this. They had them in different colours. I chose yellow because I thought that was quite striking. Oh, I like but that. But it's one That's of these nice. that you don't need to go over the bin. And even better, Andy, is it's got a flip top. Look. Right? Did you see that? Look at that. And then two different sizes of uh, orifice. Yeah? Crayon and pencil. Put in the pencil in the smaller of the two orifices. Twist. Twirl, twirl, twirl and Actually, twist. I've just sharpened that, so I'm going to show you with an unsharpened <clears> one. Yeah, do a, do, a, do a blunt one for us. You don't get this on fucking Joe Rogan. This is like live video pencil sharpening. Look at that. As you can see, pretty blunt that. Pretty fucked, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I will feel sorry for the, the people who just listen to this in audio. The small orifice twist. How many there twists would you give it? Because you can't, you can over sharpen, can't you? You can't. We all remember just that. At you have to start again. So I would give it six. Well, right, six that's, twists. That's too many. This is a pretty hardcore sharpener. I've it's just quite done sharp, is it? I've done, done three. Three. Oh, that's nowhere near. Maybe you were right. <laughs> I said Four, six. Five, six, seven. <clears> I think it, I think I'm going in for a seventh, mate. Seven. Eight. Yeah, that's about right. So look. Yeah. Oh, that looks good. Okay. Nice and even. All of the... Um, shavings. Shavings and so forth. The mess is all in this little bucket here. And what's yeah. better is if it gets knocked off the table by a cat, for instance. Yeah. Uh, no worries, because flip top... There'd be no harm. Pop. Click into go. place. There you go. And I think... Nice it and lo- secure. I think it looks nice too, don't you? The yellow is a it's very aesthetically pleasant. So I'm really is it pleased cleaning? No, I will have to empty that at some point, oh, but okay. not yet. I mean, I've got a few more sharps, sharpens yet before I need to think about emptying that yeah, into the bin. It's very good. I very, also very good. got, and you might tease you about this because this is pretty posh, but um, I've got a week away coming up in Guernsey to try and right. finish this book that I've got to finish, right? Uh, oh, one of those writer's retreats, is it? Well... Let's just say I've had a bit of a result, and uh, uh, I think uh, I don't know if he listens to this podcast, but basically, let's just say a friend has uh, mm-hmm. made a hotel room available to me for a week wow. to finish my book. So I'm very lucky, and I thought, will, will will your friend be staying in the room as well? I don't think so. He hasn't mentioned it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's part of print. the deal. Yeah, no, he's, he said <laughs> he's not going to be there. It's, I'm going to Guernsey, mate. I've never been. Never been to Channel Islands. I've never been either. Seems far too far away. Yeah, well, it's only Is it partly French Guernsey. It's 45 minutes from Gatwick. I know that much. So oh, you got to go on a plane. It's an island, isn't it? Yeah, you can get a ferry or a plane, but I got a cheap flight. Brilliant. Um, so that's the result. And I've got a notepad for the trip yes. so I can make some notes. So you can journal your thoughts and feelings. Yes. And this is the notepad. Oh, like very this? sophisticated. Is it lined? No. Guess what it is. Oh. Did you see? Guess what it is. Yeah. S- what? Squares. Squares. Graph. Squares. Graph paper. Oh. Graph paper. In hell. Right. Bit of graph paper in you my can- notepad. Sharp you can draw pencil. some like fantasy fantasy Tetris scenes. Yeah, you? I'll be drawing some graphs. Obviously, there might be. Of course, who knows, there might be some graphs in my new book. Why not? Wow, highlighters. Sam's Sam Delaney's book of graphs. <laughs> yeah, publisher like uh, this isn't what we agreed to. Oh no, no. Obviously, my ideas are very organic. They're very fluid. 
they can change at all times. I think I gave you a, in the contract, it gave you a flavour of what the book might be about. But, um, yeah, but it did say 80,000 words, and this is no words at all. It's just gross. Hang about. There's words 80 along. 80 gruffs. Yeah, but there's words along the upline and the downline. What do you call them? The axis. Suddenly, uh, anyway. my 80 favourite gruffs. Stabilo. What else you got? A pack of Stabilo highlighter pens. Oh, yeah. Solid. Solid. Um, My son's got some of them for his revision. And lastly, this is a curveball, but I think you're going to like it. And I actually Mm. believe that this, everyone would benefit from having some of these hanging around the house. Uh Uh-oh. Adhesive labels. Address labels. Oh, I thought that was going to be indigestion tablets at first. No, no, because it's a stationary. What do you think? Do you ever buy address labels? Address labels? labels? Mm. No, I don't. I can't say that I do. No, I love labelling things, mate. I got I got notes for various things, and I put them in one of those, um, you know, those clear plastic folders that go into ring binders. I put the notes in there. Poly pockets, and I put the poly pocket in the binder, and then to remind me what Mm. the notes are about. I put a little label on, and it says... Very good. Graphs, for instance. Yes. Yes. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Wonderful. Well, I love getting stationary and trying to get organised. I'm not, you know, I'm not a particularly organised person. You know this. <clears throat> but sometimes stationary can work wonders. It's good for mindfulness, I think. I do. I really... It, I, t- it ties in with all that colouring in fad. I used to love going into stationery shops, especially stationery shops yeah. when I was a kid. You know, like Ryman's, yeah. but there was an independent one near my house and it was called Hedgehog, right? And right. it was yeah. my favourite fucking shop to the extent that one year, like, my mum would say, right, on your birthday, rather than buy you a present, you wake up, or she might get me something small, she'd go, we'd go out for the day and you can mm. choose a shop and we'll have, like, a budget and you can get a couple of mm-hmm. things in, in the shop. And one year we went up to Hamley's and um, I actually got a a wooden fort, a fort, a cowboy fort. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? I do, yeah. Yeah, and that was one year. And I think, I can't remember where we ate, but we ate somewhere up there in, in the West End. And uh, the next year she went, where do you want to go this year? Do you want to go to Hamley's again? I went, no, I want to go to Hedgehog. She looked at me like, you what? And I, went, I want to go to Hedgehog. She went, Hedgehog, that fucking shop that sells pens in the high street. You lost your fucking mind. Are you mental? Son. And I was like, that's where I want to go. That's where I want to go. And do you know what I wanted? And I don't think we got it because um, I think it was too pricey or my mum just would have made up on it. She thought, this is too far. Yeah. He's gone. He's fucking <clears> lost <throat> his nut now. I've always thought this was a weird one. I got four of the cunts and this one's the fucking oddball, right? <laughs> I, wa- I wanted a little filing cabinet. One of those ones that's like, yay high that you can keep on the desk yeah. with like little drawers with, with drawers in yeah, yeah. she's like nice. are you fucking joking and I was like that's what I want and she was like yeah, keep me, keep me papers I can't remember in. what she said she was just sort of made an excuse that like she just wasn't I mean I was like 10 or something she's like come yeah. on come off it you little punts I'm not getting you a fucking <laughs> filing cabinet but I just loved stationery oh. shops I just loved all oh, this you're shit you're some kind of little businessman now well you what, fucking what are you, fucking never, ru- running son, your own fucking sub-post office, are you? Son, never, ever leave a paper trail. <laughs> yeah, you can have it, but I don't want you keeping anything in them drawers. Nothing documented yeah. ever. So, yeah, I never, oh, got, never got that. I bought myself a filing cabinet years later. 
But I don't know what happened to one. it. Proper one. Do you? We, um, in Sunderland, we used to have, there was a book, an independent bookshop called um, Hills. Yeah. And downstairs was all the books. Yeah. All the various departments, fiction, non-fiction, children's. Mm. Mm. Uh, Pornos. Gardening. No. <laughs> Pornos at the back. Erotic fiction. Uh, yeah. There actually was a porno bookshop in yeah. a part of Sunderland called Southwick. There was one which in... Which was where... It was close to where I used to go to college when I'm between the ages of 16 and 18. Mm. And if you got off the bus early, you could have a, walk, a, a mooch about in Southwick. Mm. And there was a shop that just sold um, bongo literature. Um, <laughs> I was too scared to go in, but you could tell from the window display what was in there. But yeah. uh, never went in. There's anyway, one, back to Hills. All the, right, I'll tell you about mine after you've told me about Hills. Yeah, go All on. right, so, so Hills was a bookshop. Downstairs was the books. Upstairs was arts and crafts department mm. and that's where you would get all your stationery and it's also where you would get your letter set oh, oh. letter set because we've talked about letter set we in have. the past we have yeah we're big fans of letter set Huge did you fans. see that documentary recently that was on talking pictures tv no. about oh, letter set i saw you tweet about it and i meant to fucking watch that was it good yeah well it hasn't been on again, but if you go to Talking Pictures TV website, they've got a catch-up thing. Oh, brilliant. And I think it's still on there. You can yeah. sign up for free, and the Letter Set documentary is oh, yeah. on. It's like 25 minutes set. long. It's lovely. Lovely. lovely but it's very it's very mindfulness. Mm. Very mindfulness. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, Hills was was my go-to place for stationery, books, uh, and the Letter Set as well. I used to do my own fanzines when I was a teen. Oh, yeah, but, fanzines. Because uh, that's yeah, what, that's what publishing. Prof- Profanity Swan, which is your handle on mm. Twitter and Instagram and on social media yeah um have I got a that, copy close by that that was your that was the name of your fanzine wasn't it the profanity swan and it was just a, a random phrase that came into me in my mind it's a good phrase what did you how, right. so how old were you when you started the profanity swan I did the profanity swan when I was about 22 right I think but maybe me had done one when we were at college yeah which was it had a different title, a, a less um, politically correct right. title, I think. You, it hasn't well, aged well. Will you tell it, me? It was called Seal Clubbing Weekly. <laughs> Good job. That's not your Twitter <sighs> handle. Yeah, exactly. So that was that was the first one we did, and we sold five copies of that in a second-hand bookshop in Sunderland Town Centre. Five copies. Well, that must have been um, quite a buzz to sell five we, copies. Yeah, we went in and we said, that, said the fellow, how I many of you sold? He went, five, he's £2.50. Yeah, that's a good feeling. And, uh, how old were you? Yeah. I, uh, 17, I think. Yeah, that must have been fucking yeah. amazing. And we, we just went off and we, we bought a big tub of ice cream. And oh, we yeah. hired, <laughs> we rented with Neil and I oh, from the video amazing. rental shop. We spent the afternoon watching that <laughs> with, the, with the ice cream. And with that, you're on your way. You that was it. That's how that it you started. Could make Felt up like shit in your head, and make yeah. and someone would pay for it. So someone and you buy would ice pay cream with the yeah. money. Yeah. Fucking hell. Fucking dream. yeah. Never look back. Dreamland, mate. Um, Seal Club and Weekly. You were going to tell me about a porno shop. Well, the one in my area, there was one on Hammersmith King Street, and it was called. Um, and the sign outside just said books. That's all it said. Ah, books. yeah. I think it was a similar one in Southwick, but yeah. it was just. It wasn't like subtle though. Like if you mm. if you're in Soho still now, I mean, there's less of them. You know, there'd be like knocking shops, and the, the signage is quite. You know, it'd say something like the classic sign was handwritten in felt tip in a doorway, and it'd go, "Dusky model, please walk up." 
right? It's that kind Dusky. of that kind of thing. <laughs> dusky model, please walk up. Was the classic, right? I think I've there was come just about the dusty model. I think was there the was just one of them in Soho, but. My brothers and I, all my brothers worked in Soho from when they were like very young, up Soho, mm. right? <laughs> Obviously in dirty films, up Soho. Well, they have right? the dirty films, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I used to, they, you know, I used to go after school on the tube. Mm. I'd go straight from school and meet them sometimes with like my mate and we'd go and go, basically go to the pub, they'd buy us beers or whatever. And... Right. Uh, so you spent time hanging around in Soho. So you'd see these signs and, you know, obviously 16 years old, you find it, it never stops being fucking hilarious, right? Yeah. The idea of prostitutes. Now, obviously now <laughs> we're older and wiser and we realise that sex worker is a legitimate career. Uh, but I think we, it is. I think that's what you're supposed to say now, yes. But, but we also recognise that some sex workers have been coerced and... That's, yes, and it's that's not good. not good. It's a complex subject, but when you're 16, it's not complex. Mm. You find it slightly thrilling, very scary, and absolutely hilarious, right? But not sexy. Not sex. No, you're not like. Oh yeah, I would like to do it with a prosser. You. It was that, well. No Russell Brand did. His, his dad bought him one for his birthday, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, um, and he turned out all right. Have you ever seen the film um, Mask uh, with Cher in it? I remember seeing that. Yeah. One. and she does the same. But he, to be fair, he's like it's like it's like basically the American version of the Elephant Man, right? He's, he's facially challenged. He, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got some sort of facial uh, issue. Yeah, and so he get his mum, who is Cher, gets him mm. a prosser for his birthday. That must be confusing for any young man. If your mum's Cher, <laughs> yeah. I'm Cher's your mum. Yeah. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. 
That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Jalapeño. Is this the era of the of the postcards in the in the uh, telephone boxes as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Of, yeah, of God, that I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And this ties into Letrosex. I swear before about how my sister, when she was, like, young, when she was a teenager, she dated a guy called Hayden, and he was an... Uh, and they were both very young, and they used to house sit or flat sit for me and my good wife when we were away, if we were on holiday or whatever, because they were students. And he he did all of his art. I was like, oh, this fella you're knocking about with. Artist, is he? Yeah. All right, fair enough. What's, what sort of art does he do then? Paintings, still life. Nudes. Water, watercolours, what sort of thing is it? <laughs> exactly. And she's what's gone, his name? David Skew. She goes. He he, work, he works a lot with lecture set, and I was like, oh, I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, but he does. This is all linked up because I came. I, I mean, I've told you this one, but I came back from holiday, and they'd been house sitting, flat sitting for like two weeks for us. This is long before. Well, I think it was before me and my missus were even married, but we were living together, and, and he said he was quite a shy guy, and he went. uh thanks a lot for letting me stay in your place. And I went, you don't have to say thank you, you're doing us a favour, you know. Mm. And he went, well, I've, I've made you something, right? And he he made me this um, art print, which he'd, I think he actually framed it, or maybe I framed it, and it was based on one of, and he was quite a shy bloke, right? Quite, mm. you know, quiet. And he'd made me this outrageous, but I thought really good, like big <laughs> art print, right? Mm-hmm. And it was based on a, a phone box um, Prozza card. <laughs> and I was like, a part right. of me was like, fucking hell, how, how the fuck do you even know what these are? Right? <laughs> you wouldn't say boo to a goose, but it was one when they had this girl, and it was done all, but it was done with set style lettering. Right? Yeah. And they had this girl, and she's like on her knees, and she's topless, but she's got two of those sort of stars over her boobs that you use, Ooh. you know, like sail signs, like fluorescent Boop stars. stars. Yeah. yeah. And the and the headline just it had a phone number and the headline just said in lecture set does your wife know <laughs> and uh, I actually framed that and had it on the wall for a while yeah. until we had kids and we took it down and put it in the attic because it was a bit like we can't yeah. have this up with the kids around it's not on you can't expose the kiddies to that sort of thing right yeah, I put that out of the way you should have said fire it really you don't want that in the ass at all. He's, he is now a successful and famous artist. He's in his 30s right. now. My, mm. my my sister dated him for, I don't know, quite a few years, actually. And then, you know, they split up when they were, I think, 20 or whatever. And uh, and now his, his art is worth money. He's, like, well known. Did you tell us about this guy before? Yeah. He, he said he had a few bits of work that he did and he bought them. Hayden, kind of- Hayden Case, his name is. Yeah, right. not, look, you didn't buy much sympathy, up. but you kind of felt you felt obliged to just no, buy the, a few off him. The other thing he did was, I said once, oh yeah, I said I uh, I need a um, I need a bit of corporate logo in done for my company. Yeah, right. I had a company, but it was just like it was only me. It was like you know a limited company like we have now, like Uncle Harrington <laughs> Enterprises. Right. Oh, we'll, this is going to be our we'll, new company. We'll yeah. keep that under wraps for now, right? <laughs> but like. Um, I said, will you do it? And he said, yeah. And I thought he was going to do it on a computer like most of these designers do. And then he he turned up around my house. He had cut out by hand 
about 50 cards from like cereal boxes. He'd, that's how he'd sourced yeah. his cardboard, right? Right. And he'd cut out 50 really precise shape and size business card bits of cardboard, but from our Weetabix yeah. boxes. And then he'd done hand-drawn illustrations and letter set writing on each and every individual card. So each one was different. By hand, 50 of them. Fucking hell. And I've got them lying about as well. They've got to be worth something. Yeah. Get them sold, mate. I've got to get them sold, haven't I? Get them sold. Unbelievable. If he's a big deal. Like he, he is, is now. yeah. Like... Um, I just remembered I've got here in this envelope, which I was recently handed mm. by my father. Mm. It is the four annual school reports from when I was in junior school. Oh, my God. All about God. me. Let's get them read out. Would you like to hear... I would. ...a little bit from one of these? You can choose from 1980, yeah. 1981, mm. 1982, or 1983. I'm going to go straight in with 1983. 83? Mm. So go I'm guessing boy. you were, what, 10? I, I, I was just about turn 11, 11 in 83. Okay. Uh... This is the final, the end of the final year of junior school, pre-comprehensive. I'll not read it all, because back in hell, there's like a page and a half Fucking of it. Fucking lot of it, We'll yeah. just have a couple of paragraphs. <clears throat> and my teacher was Mr. Coglan, mm. who was a brilliant teacher. He took us for uh, football as well, and he was um, great at that, because he was, he, he was, he was into the, the modern football, whereas our other earlier football teacher Mr Wilkinson still persisted with the WM formation oh, yeah. which, which had been big in the 1950s <laughs> yeah. under, under Walter Wilkinson yeah. I think and, was his the wi- and his wingless wonders the wingless wonders yeah. that was it yeah and I, I had to play inside left what, yeah, in the what school the fuck team are you to this day about inside still don't left. know yeah. don't know what that is but I uh, just ran up and down a bit anyway here we go Mr Coglin shiny Road juniors uh, class 4k Andrew is an extremely enthusiastic and lively member oh. of the class. He is a confident, conscientious worker who obviously enjoys academic challenge and has achieved a very pleasing standard of work this year. Reading presents no problems for him. Oh. He obvious, obviously derives a great deal of pleasure from reading fiction and also possesses the necessary skills to use a wide selection of reference material, which will become increasingly useful to him as time goes on. Yes. His work in English is generally of a very high standard. He has a firm understanding of the technical aspects such as spelling, grammar and punctuation and has worked hard to improve his presentation. In addition to this, he has a strong sense of humour and oh. a fertile imagination. Whoa. <laughs> which results in some excellently written entertaining poetry and prose. Oh, I'd love to having see said, some of that. Having said this, his style occasionally deserts him towards the end of a piece as though he is in a rush to finish and he would do well to remedy this. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that. That's yeah, enough of that. Yeah, boring cunt. Yeah, that's enough of that um, now before it gets a yeah, little negative. Yeah, you probably ended stories with and then it was all, then he woke up and it was all a dream, that sort of thing. That was it. I, used to, I, I remember one that I did where I just ended it with the phrase, That's all, folks! I just ran out of stuff. I ran out of stuff to say in the story, uh, or as as we were talking about recently at the end of Casino, where Robert De Niro's character just goes, "And that's that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a really Which nice. Re- that's actually a really, a really nice report. 
And yeah, um, they're pleased with yeah, it. Yeah, and I think that teacher and, uh, really had the measure of you as well. If you think I of might, uh, what you've gone on to do, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I think he spotted your uh, your potential. Sense of humor. Yeah, exactly. A bit of a lapse in concentration now and again. Yeah, <laughs> good at spelling and punctuation. But, uh, good at spelling. Yeah, yeah, fertile imagination. Yeah, enjoys reading fiction. Eh? Yeah, and using reference materials like. Yeah. We've made quite a lot out of going through other people's books and talking about. That's them. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. we've we've uh, we've feathered our nest from other people's work. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I might read some more of one of the other ones next time if you like. No, that's good. That's um, a good little uh, regular. Uh, Andy's. Yeah. Uh, Andy's. The boy who became a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that. So, but uh, but that bookshop just just lastly on the bookshop in Hammersmith, yeah, um, it was pornos out the back, but in the front it was comics like Marvel right. comics, and I got yeah. I got really into Marvel comics when I was about I don't know eleven or something like that, and I'd go yeah. down there and you'd be standing in the front of the shop. And it was quite a weird guy with a big long white beard, fucking Father Christmas sort of bloke, You're right? A wizard. And you'd be going through looking at the latest Spider Man and all mm. that stuff. And then horrible-looking men would come in and like, look, look both ways and then go through. And you know you know those doors they have in shops, or they don't have them anymore, but they were like strips of plastic hanging down? Yes. That that yes. was what divided the porn Just part. Swish Basically, the kid yeah. part from the adult part. Yeah. And if a kid ever tried to step through, which I would have never even fucking dreamt of. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I was really... It was very uncomfortable for me. Oh, you were aware what was through that swishing curtain I knew what was in there. Thing. I knew yeah. what was in there because I'd been told, and it was sort of obvious, you mm. know. Um, yeah, but the then, vibe was, was But was you'd get obvious. some kids who were cheekier than me, if you can imagine such yeah. a child, would be like, click, go well, in there. And the man would yeah. be like, get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> but what, it makes you think, why was it allowed? Do you know what I mean? Like, let's invent a shop that has, like, really adult sexual material in it. Mm-hmm. But also caters for kids, and what we'll do is we'll curtain, just have a few bit a swishy curtain to divide the two yeah. sections. It'll be that, fine. That would satisfy the council in terms yeah. of licences and things they like come that. Yeah, yeah. To inspect it, they go, yeah, have a swishy curtain. Fun. Yeah, bright colours, mm, pornography, yeah. and comics. You say, yeah. well, I'm afraid you're going to have to get yourself a swishy curtain if you want us to give you the licence. <laughs> oh, how much are they then? Well, I have no idea. Relatively inexpensive. You can even make your own. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, that should be fine. Very well. Stamp, <laughs> stamp. Here's your porno license. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> yeah. It's wonderful to see a, a, a thrusting young businessman with a, a sack full of ideas. <laughs> talking about, I was talking about that bookie bookshop in, in Southwick in Sunderland, but yeah. there will be listeners who. Have, if they haven't already have sent in an email or put a message under the Patreon and said, but Andy, what about the, the dirty bookshop that used to be in Newcastle right. that everyone knows the name of, who was of a certain age? And there was one, and I think it used to get mentioned in Viz now and again as well, maybe advertised in Viz maybe, and it was a dirty bookshop and it was called Sven Adult Books. Sven, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Sven. Yeah. <laughs> Swedish, Swedish, yeah. eh? Oh, that must be really mucky. I thought you were going to say they were called something like Canny Bangers. No cards. The, the top mucky bookshop up the tomb. <laughs> Canny Sven Bangers by Sven. No, sophisticated man. Yeah. Sven. Swedish, <laughs> all that. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, never went if you ever either. got, like, foreign porn, 
or if anyone ever accessed it, it was absolutely mind blowing, wasn't it? Like in no. comparison, it was like normal English porn was just some mm. some old Doris with a perm in in her yeah. fucking front room. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> in some tatty old lingerie. Let's be honest. But um, yeah. my brother came back from <laughs> France. My brother came back from France one night. I obviously was always in his room rum- rummaging about, and uh, yeah. I found it. And honestly, like the production values of this porno mag were off. The I mean, they made Vogue. Oh, no offense, but it made Vogue look like clubbing seals. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> it was like it, the photography was gorgeous. The paper stock was unbelievably thick and oh, glossy. Oh, that makes all the difference. And yeah. the, the, like the, the the photos, was it wiped clean? The photo, yeah, and the photos looked like they'd been like lit on a Hollywood movie set. It looked like Sir Ridley yeah. Scott himself had lit these shots. Mm. I remember one in particular that had a big impact on me in a stables. There was a sta- oh, there, there was a stable yes. girl, and uh, that was and erotic. I, I would I would examine this for 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 hours when my brother was out mm. and I'd, I'd go into his room and get it out. But I don't even think I was in uh, you know what you what you'd call your know, masturbatory heyday. I'm not sure if I was even at that stage. I think I was more was pre that looking yeah. and gawping it was a and not quite sure what my response should be. Like a, <laughs> my feelings are confusing. Me. Yeah, like a, there was a, yeah. a stirring. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. I was like, what am I supposed to do with this fuck's sake? <laughs> Unbelievable foreign porn. And that was the French, which was sophisticated. But if you got your hands on fucking German or Scandinavian, that was when they Ooh. were cock spunk a lot. Disgusting. Oh, I bet the German was fucking brutal. Yeah, really brutal, yeah. But I never, I mean, I can't remember. I did, yeah, you, you, you know, yeah. Like, that was a bit later when I managed to see some of that. But, of course, now... We're a right couple of old cunts because now all this stuff's available at the the tap of a button, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. Um, Best not to think if you about choose it. Choose to do that. Best not After to think about this it. episode, then then yeah. go for it. But this this episode we will be calling international porn. <laughs> um, <laughs> just before we go, quick update on the prediction league. Um, some movement. You got two points, Sam. Mm. I got four points. Results spot got three. So I'm on seventy. You're on seventy-one. Results spot is on eighty. So not a lot of movement, but a little bit. We're slightly closing the gap, I think, between us, and we can defeat this. This yeah, we, yeah. There's, there's there's a lot of there's a few months to go. Yeah. I've uh, just quickly with regards to I've had a very exhausting day watching West Ham get I, absolutely. I battered. was hoping you weren't going to mention it. I thought we might get through the episode. No, I, I, I it, won't but... talk or rant about it, but I'll tell you the funny thing about it, right? Is it really exhausting? Both my kids came today and it's just fun. If you're listening to this in the future, just, just bring us up to speed with what the result was there, Sam. It was 6-0 to us. It was 4-0 at half-time. Yeah. And I, went, like, yeah. I wanted to go at half-time. But it was actually... I, ki- I assumed you would have. My kids said they wanted to stay. We would have. My kids said God. that they wanted to stay. And I was like, are you sure? And they were like, my daughter was like, I think we could still get something from this. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck oh, is-, is, that, is that the kind of sarcasm that you were talking about in the last episode? No, regarding she was, stuff I don't know. Like West I, don't know. I was just she like, what? It, I don't know. She was just sort of like, stop being so negative. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking, fucking insane? <laughs> anyway, we left at 5-0. Right. But the funny bit about it is, God, it was a really long journey because on Sunday, it's interesting, London Underground sometimes choose choose the day that like 63,000 people are all travelling 
to that part mm. of London to shut down one of the main <laughs> train lines to that part yeah. of London. They do that regularly. Yeah. Anyway, so you get home, it's fucking taking forever. And then my son reminds me, because he's, my son's a member of like this, uh, the West Ham Junior Supporters Board thing. Though They invite right. these kids every like couple of months to make decisions about kids at the ground, and blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, it's half time. It's nice. And they, it's really nice. And he has a, he gets a big kick out being a member of it. And um, they've invited him along to open training tomorrow morning oh, right. at the fucking Brilliant. stadium. And uh, He's got them in for training tomorrow morning after he's allowed, 6-0 defeat. And, and my son hell. has allowed me to accompany him, right? Because yeah. uh, these things, I, I don't get invited to them. You apply. You right. basically just write in, apply. There's no money yeah. or anything. You just apply and you have to write a letter of application like a job. And, oh, right, okay. and and he went he got through the process and got onto it this oh, season. Good. And so but I you're never allowed a parent's not usually allowed to come. But on this one occasion because it's half okay. term. No, you have to drop him there, right? Obviously, because yeah. some of the kids are young. You have to drop him. Because everyone there everyone there's like, you know, uh police checked or whatever you, it's called, you, aren't they? It's, you, it's yeah, well, I don't so. They go, you can't come in. Yeah, David Sullivan's good on that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah he's, he's a trustworthy yeah. character, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, come in. <laughs> Did you say anything uh, about the children's home recently that he's, he's got a part of oh, the yeah, of? yeah, and his weird Let's, wife. Uh, we haven't yeah, got time, no. but, we, uh, yeah. Anyway, the point, the point of the story really is, I think it's funny that I went all the way over there, we lost six, and I came back, I'm in a really fucking bad mood, I'm exhausted, and my son reminds me that tomorrow morning I've got to get up really early, like at eight, get back on the fucking train, go all the way back over there and watch some fucking oh, train. And I don't oh, think any of them are going to be in much there. of a fucking good mood either, are they? So, Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, Half well, I, I, I did watch it, I'll be honest, and it was... It was bad, I felt for it? you. Yeah. I was, felt for you. It was and really bad. And me and my son were trying to work out when you would have left. Because we've, <laughs> yeah. we, we've, we've got a nil-three walkout policy at some Yeah, room. I think that's fair. I mean, um, I hate all this, you can't leave, you have to stay. Stay at the end. Fuck off. I oh, fuck it. I'm, I've got bad I'm things. This I'm shit. not fucking staying watching this shit. It's fucking shit. I'm bored. Yeah. I'm just bored. Yeah. I'm going to go and do something else. Go home. It's spaghetti, yeah, exactly. spaghetti bolognese for tea. I'm going. I've got. I'm, I'm thinking of that and that only at this stage. I'll beat the traffic. I'll go pop in Asda and buy a nice big bar of chocolate. Yeah, and have a yeah cup of tea exactly. With it. Fuck, fuck so. this. I'm not fucking staying. Apparently there was people, <laughs> some fucking lunatic stayed to the end and then clapped Declan Rice. I thought, oh my God, the indignity of it. You've just he been did, stuffed. He got subbed off. You've just been stuffed fucking 6 0. And not only have yeah. you fucking stayed, you're like, well done, Declan Rice. We respect you. Fuck off, yeah. fucking Declan Rice and Arsenal. I tell you what, fuck off, Declan Rice. Fuck off, Arsenal. And above all, fuck off, West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks very much for listening. And, uh, and that's that. That's that. 